Oz? No, there was something really, really exciting that was... Okay. Do you know when you have an idea, mm-hmm. and then you forget the idea, but you have the feeling? It's all the time. <laughs> it's so how, long. How many, how many inventions have you invented and then forgot the invention? Oh, that's such a tragic thought. How many? But how often is it that you have a, a remember something? You, for, you have a thought, you forget the thought, but you retain the feeling. How often is that um, a good feeling versus a bad feeling? Oh, it's never a good feeling. Oh, really? No, no, no. What he's, what he's saying is, because uh, I, I know what you're saying. Sometimes you have a bad feeling or you have a you have a bad thought and then you forget the bad thought, but you're just left with the bitter taste in your mouth, the bad feeling. Yeah. But I feel like that happens less often than the good thought. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, what was that? Tip of my tongue. Yeah, no, normally I'm like, why am I happy? <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, it's because I forgot something. And then I remember what it is. And it's like, oh, yeah, like I have toothpaste on my doorstep or something. You know what I mean? Like, or I saved 10 minutes or there's something to look forward to, you know? Are you the generation, part of the generation? Did you read Harry Potter? Did you do the movies? Any of no, it? I've read very few books. <laughs> <laughs> on one hand, I can count them. So no way. One of them. That's not true. But that's okay. not true. I know of like five books that you've read. I listen to books on tape. That's, uh, that, I that count counts. that as reading. Yeah, yeah, it counts. Um, there's a in Harry Potter's magic, whatever. Uh, in the very first book, there's a small little looking glass ball called a remember all, and what it is is it glows red if you've forgotten something. Shout out Neville Longbottom. It, it doesn't tell you what you've forgotten. You just hold it, and if you're looking at it, it's like, oh fuck, something. I have forgotten something. And the character is always forgetting things, but he doesn't know what he's forgetting. Be, I mean, like they'll be read for everybody all the time. It's fucking torment. Yeah. Welcome to the EEL show presented by I Precision forgot to Pro. introduce the show. That's yeah. that's what we didn't do. Get in here. Kefir, hit it up. Come on. Uh, You've heard it. You've heard the podcast. I've done this before. Yeah. Welcome to the EA show. EA, <laughs> EA show. Look, you're having mic issues, dude. What's going on? You're pulling on this you, thing? You got it? Yeah, yeah. You want to get it closer? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Just, we're going to... We've you, now remembered what we need to do. We just haven't done it yet. Uh-huh. Right. Um, welcome to the EAL show. Presented by? Presented by Precision Pro. Mm-hmm. Use, code, use, go, use code ERIC, E-R-I-K, for $20 off your next rangefinder. Can I tell the Keffer? Uh, Keffer is our post-production supervisor, all-around video guy. You know him from Hit the Green, classics like Danger Golf. Um, can I tell the You're story? about to know him from Golf Bingo. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and 24 Hours in the Sim. Oh yeah, that comes you're out Kef, soon. You're kind of prolific, Kef, dude. <laughs> you have, you have, an, you have an oove. You, you know, do you know the Kefir your own um, channel soon, dude? Kefir's like, <laughs> Kefir's like, use. I, I, I think I have a non-compete agreement that like bars me from doing that. Uh, our, our our DOP Simon, and we're going to talk a lot about this trip coming up. But um, when DOP Simon is the European yeah an acronym. Um, <laughs> Uh, when, in America, we just say DP. When Simon, um, when Simon met Keffer, Keffer was driving him somewhere. So Simon got in his car, and the Eric Anders Lang show was playing on the radio. Uh, yeah. Keffer, I Keffer think it was just, just had up on the Spotify, and then Simon was just like, "Oh, this guy." Because Simon, Simon, and I had worked together for already like a year, mm-hmm. and so we had traveled around the world for a year. And Simon, at that point, had worked with me long enough to become totally underwhelmed by my in-person <laughs> <laughs> perform. You know, like like he was over the Eric Anders Lang mm. show. You, however, we had just met, and so you, but you don't listen to the podcast anymore. Uh, some episodes, like I remember, I remember when JoJo started like being like a co-host. Yeah, I would, I would listen to like, I would listen to every single one for a while. Just interesting. To, why? Because you think JoJo and I are entertaining, or why? Yeah, I mean, like I knew JoJo before he started like doing podcast episodes, and right. I don't know, he's a good friend. Just wanted to listen to him. JoJo's good on the pod. In fact, JoJo, I would say you, I have, I said it the other day. Actually, I was in an executive meeting. Uh oh. And I said, never, I mean, your name never wants to be, be brought up. In no, an executive we, were, we were talking about the podcast and I said, I enjoy doing it, especially with Jojo. And he's a natural. I, I remember we were doing voiceover for one of the adventures in golf episodes. Yeah. And it was like the first time I ever sat in for the ad reads. Oh yeah. And then I just like heard the banter, like, and just saw it in real life and just like was kind of blown away just by like how natural the discussion was. And just like the interaction is just, a. Uh, the kid's a natural. JoJo's skilled. What, what would you say is your greatest skill, JoJo? Uh, if you had... I'll turn this question back right back around. If you had to do ass. one thing to save your life, right? Yeah. And uh, a random person around the world was just picked up and placed against you in 1v1 battle. And it could be like a free throw competition in basketball, or it could be longest drive. But it's going to be a random person in the population. 
And if you win, you survive. What skill? Any any activity whatsoever. Any activity. What skill would you pick? I mean, there's how many activities are there in the world? Do you think just ballpark? Ballpark, at least uh, I don't know, thirty million. million. Thirty million. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. It would it would probably be like like an endurance challenge of some sort. I just have like an immense amount of patience and like am able to put myself a mental endurance challenge. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, it's just like kind of like the the living in the simulator video that that's going to be really soon. It's just yeah, you can withstand a lot of pain. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just just Jocko Willick is shows up on the (laughs) other side. You just like grab a pliers and you're like, fuck with me. Yeah. I think that's about, I think you could get narrower than that. Interesting. Like, what would you pick? Like, would you just take like long drive? Long drive. I mean, yeah, that I, I'm pretty good at that. I would say I'm more above average at that than anything else. Although I suppose, well, I mean, what are the other, like, I don't even know what the, how creative can we get? Cause you know, in, in the Olympics, poetry used to be a sport. I mean, you're, you know, you're bearing the lead for me over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you would do a sonnet? Maybe you know, you know, where maybe you do iambic like pentameter for haiku off. Oh, that'd be good. I don't know if I'd haiku it, but um, oh well, wow. But the other problem with something like longest drive, though, is how do you feel like pressure? You know, like anything could if happen. You have to hit the fairway. If you have to hit the fairway, I'm not doing it. <laughs> okay, I'm not doing it. I could hit a four iron. No, I mean that's a good question. What do you What do you know you could win at? And you're trying to avoid dying. Yeah, whoever loses dies. I don't know. I, I think question. like because I think about the game, the show Survivor, mm-hmm. how it's like so much like physical and social. I feel like socially, I could probably do well. Like I could be like, "Don't kill me." <laughs> like I feel like I could talk someone out of it. You'd maybe. make a pitch. Yeah, I feel like I could be like, "Here's how we can both win." Those guys who made this game, they are the ones that need to go. <laughs> like I would form an alliance with the killer. And you remember in Squid Game, spoilers. Turn this. Uh, pause this right now if you haven't heard, but. So you'd be the guy who'd like make the alliance and then screw him over in the end. I wouldn't screw anybody over. Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't I didn't say I'm a liar. Oh, just a survivor. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't have to run faster than the lion. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's such a dark comment. I mean, like I feel like you have to screw somebody over at some point like in, in, in survivor. Life? Wait, no, in I mean life, like, yeah, in life, I thought you were asking survivor. just general in life. Yeah, I mean in sur- I mean you're a survivor. Like it's 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 a game of ethics. Eric, who's the most enlightened person you've ever met in your life? Oh wow, that's such a tough question. Yeah, uh, it, most enlightened. Yeah. Well, it's definitely not someone who was looking for enlightenment or trying to be enlightened. I, I feel like it's probably like uh, I feel like it's probably like someone in a small town who is just really happy with their job. Like I went to Moab. Mm-hmm. And like there was this guy who opened up a coffee shop, and he just like he just seemed really happy. This is Arches National National Park. It's a beautiful episode, park. Yeah. And he was in the episode actually. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite episodes of Adventures in Golf, which is what we're kind of talking Good. about Good today. Because the two of you and Simon getting on a plane tomorrow and doing something that few people have done: circumnavigate yeah. the world. Have either of y'all been to Finland? Um, no. Yeah. I had to think about it. No. Yeah, tomorrow's gonna be the first time. But yeah. <laughs> Are you coming? No. Whoa. Just like <laughs> that would be like a major shock if like Eric found out for the first time Jojo was going to Finland. It was just like in the, in the room too, before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're right though. This is this is a rare this is a rare occurrence. I, I I've I've talked to people who have flown millions of miles and they've only done it once, which is to fly in the same direction and then enter upon their home. We're going to leave Austin and fly east, and we're going to continue flying east until we return back to Austin. Wow. We're going to circumnavigate the globe. I think it's 26,000 miles. And if you're listening and you're wondering why they're doing it, it is to prove that the Earth is not flat. That that is. I don't agree with that statement. (laughs) I want to challenge that. We're just going to flip the piece of paper over. That's what we're doing. That's how that works. You have to do it quickly enough, otherwise it falls off. We're going on a trip. We're going to go do adventures in golf. We're going to do Finland, Bulgaria, Vietnam, and Korea. How many? I mean, what are we even talking about? Kefra, you're coming to half of it. You're leaving yeah, halfway through. This is actually the, the like I've worked on a lot of adventures and golf episodes. You have, um, but this is the first the first AIG episode on a new continent. For you, yeah, I've I've like I've worked in I've worked internationally. I like I did the uh, Mexico episode, but yes. um, 
for me personally, yeah, this is the first time I'm like going to another continent to do it. So I feel like it's a which it's Mexico a episode? Um, Ca- Cancun. Yeah, Cancun with sick. with uh, the uh, the fans. Yeah, that was fucking sick. Oh yeah, that was such a good time. And then we and then we worked in Dubai, but we didn't really. There was no AIG there. Right. And then we did um, Portland, Alabama, and Chicago. Yeah, Maine. Oh, that Portland, Maine. Maine. Yeah, Portland, Maine. Maine. I, That's your first. That was your first one. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first trip. This is gonna be. You're gonna. This is gonna. You're gonna get your numbers up, dude. This is oh, yeah. four big, four big episodes. Yeah. How many? How many episodes until uh until I qualify for the tattoo? Whoa. The so tattoo. I talk, uh, Hey, could you take your head? Yeah, no, sorry. And me and the rest of the audience, we'll Jojo, just, we'll just an AIG shoot. We'll just pot it down. Yeah. Has Jojo been to an AIG shoot? I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever touched AIG in person. Jojo, Jojo can you just take off your headphones? Yeah, I'll just. I'm kidding. I'll okay, just okay, stay okay. over you here in the corner. To, you don't need to. <laughs> I don't. Um, I think it's like ten. Ten. What okay. are you at now? Shoot, I don't know. You gotta do ten episodes to get the tattoo. Yeah, I'd have so to. You got, so you got Cabo. Mm-hmm. You got. Three in America, yeah. You're gonna yeah. be, you're gonna be and just then, shy. Uh, I did Nashville. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Nashville. So you'll be at eight. Um, I did. Uh, did we include Save Muni? Wow, were you at the? You were at the Save Muni. Wow, yeah. you're oh, at yeah. nine. I, I like. You're at nine. Was, All you need is actually, one more. Oh my gosh. Bonus yeah. episode. Let's just wow. do another one this season. Let's get. Let's get you there. My goodness. Marfa. Mar was not at Marfa. Oh, yeah. that's a close yeah, one. I dude. know. Oh, um. Yeah, I mean, like the the first like few adventures in golf episodes I was was just like kind of a trip, just because like that was that was like my first experience in live production. It was uh, it, or like my first experience in production. It was, I don't know, like my first time like traveling across the United States for like multiple weeks. I don't know. It was just a. It was and just how like much really notice did you have on that first trip? Oh, uh, days. Not yeah. even not even a week. Yeah. yeah couple days yeah a couple days and it's just like you ready for for just two weeks on the road um you know who tony finau was when we filmed with him yeah i did okay. like I'd, I'd uh i'd actually like watched a golf tournament like the week prior and saw him for the first time i noticed he was wearing like some uh air max g1s That's and i was fly. just like wow yeah That's this style. guy's cool yeah and yeah, um, so this will be like nine yeah this will be nine you get a tattoo now the thing is david's not going to be here mm. so are you getting the tattoo can... on the trip <clears throat> i don't know if we can get a tattoo without david Stewart has said he's not sure. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard to get David and Stewart in the same place together. Ever. That's the problem. Yeah. Is I think that we can get a tattoo. I think I think we can get it. I probably, well, oh, you're not going to come to you Vietnam. Get, oh, you but can... you're not going to be, you're not going to overlap with Stewart. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, I'm not. Oh. I'm going to be well sure. If you're listening and you are confused, super confused, <laughs> give, give us the itinerary because, like, when you say one thing, circumnavigate the globe, what is the trip? Give us the, give us the line item where we're going. So we're going to start off. So Finland is a cool story. So basically, there's this island off the coast of Finland that has a line in the middle of it. On one side of the line, and the golf course straddles the line. And on one side of the line, you're playing golf in Finland. On the other side of the line, same golf course, same island, you're playing golf in Sweden. In- enter political yeah. and international <laughs> debate. Enter disarray. <laughs> enter confusion. Enter a lot of episodes of AI. This is this this is the season uh, of the love border. border towns. Yeah, yeah. We love border towns. Tijuana, Point Roberts. Oh, you haven't seen Point Roberts probably yet. Yeah, you'll see it next week, I believe. Yeah. You'll nice. you'll see it um this Thursday. So if you're listening now Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Check in on I think it's on Whatever. Thursday. It yeah. comes out whenever we want it to. Yeah, that's, totally that's, untrue. That's how that's that works. Not true yeah. at all. Totally not. True. <laughs> we just we just make the candy bars. But um, but yeah. So Finland will be very interesting. Um, and then we go from there to Bulgaria, which is basically Bulgaria was an Instagram post. Mm. We just keep. I just kept seeing my friend Jacob photograph this beautiful golf course, and I was like, I want to go. And it would, when I found that it was in Bulgaria, it was like, oh, that's easy. Not easy to get to. Oh, certainly not easy to get to. I think Bulgaria might be the most culturally shocking for us. East, Eastern Europe? Have you spent time in Eastern Europe? I've been to um, the Czech Republic, mm-hmm. um, but that's about it. I mean, I've been to Russia, but that's not Eastern Europe. What is, is Russia Eastern Europe? Oh, yeah. Russia is definitely Eastern Europe. Yeah, there's when I was in, mm, yeah, I guess Czech Republic and then uh, Budapest, um, not a lot of English speaking. You, know, you go to a lot of places in Europe, and you can just get by. Um, but when you're there, and you're not flying into Sofia, the capital of Bulgaria, you're going into Varna, 
Did you know that Sofia was the capital of Bulgaria? Yeah, I'm a ge- I'm a geography. You didn't guy. know that before this, did you? You can tell he like pronounces Budapest right. You know, most people say Budapest, Budapest. But I was on the Pesh yeah. side. You get, you I don't know what to say. tell you. I, someone they were asking me about this at lunch today. I won the state geography bee when I was. Did you really? When I was younger. So what was the clincher? What clinched it? Uh, actually, it's <laughs> okay. Well, here's the problem. The state geography bee. I'm from Connecticut, and it was held at the University of Connecticut campus. Was the bee. And there were all these multiple choice questions. And then I got to the orienteering section. Oh, wow. Where they give you a compass. And then you have to find stuff. You have to navigate around. And it's to demonstrate use of the compass. On the campus. Yep. Here's the problem. I grew up on the campus. My mom taught at the campus. So this is this is why you're Ill- illegitimate? I put the compass away. I just went and found the stuff. <laughs> you know, I didn't need the compass. Whoa. So, and, I'm, and I'm admitting this now, and I don't know what the statute of limitations are. I'm not going to give the medal back. Take it away. It's not going back. There's Take no it away from this man. As, as Lance Armstrong to said to, to me Armstrong. one time a long time ago, there's no asterisk. You know, that's yeah. it's just mine. Mm. Yeah. But I did win it. So I, I know that Sofia is the capital of Bulgaria. And I do know that you're going to the eastern front of Bulgaria. And I mean, I'll just say it it's an interesting time to go to that part of the world. True. Cool. Yeah. Um, shit. <laughs> I hadn't really thought of it. Yeah, me way. neither. I not once did I think about. I was. Uh, fo- yeah. Why are we like? Are we? How far are we from? Oh, you're not far from from Ukraine. I need to know what not far means. Let me uh, give. What you, do you ten, want? Do you want like miles, a mile estimate? Miles? What would be like? Can I ask you what? How far would be close what? enough that you're like? Oh, whoops. Like inside. Inside thirty miles would be would be a concern if it's within like a drive across town. Okay, I don't think it's within a drive mm. across town. Is it a hundred miles? It's like, uh, yeah, it's about like one fifty. Hundred fifty miles to the Ukrainian border. Yeah, but you got Romania in between you. Oh, so you're totally oh, you know those Romanians totally fine. don't fuck with shit. No. Yeah. This course, talk to me about it. It's, what is it? It's like white cliffs. Yeah. It's beautiful. Trachean cliffs. Pronounced, is it is it spelled Thracian? Thracian. It's called yeah, Thracian. Yeah, I thought it was Thracian. Wow. Yeah, it's Trachian. Now you know. No, no, no. I, that's what I've heard. I could be totally wrong. Yeah, when did you figure that out? I don't know. I heard it somewhere. Okay. Yeah, I don't know where. Could also be totally wrong. Oh, I think I heard it from Jacob. Okay. Who's the Swedish photographer? And you're going. What's the plan? You're gonna you're gonna go and find this golf course and find the story. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's yeah. awesome. And Kefir doesn't know it yet, but he's gonna take acid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where are we going to source acid in Bulgaria? Is it already is it already, is it already connected? That's going to be the riskiest part. Is I, that's the other video? Not only do I know not how we're going to source it, but I don't even know the quality that we're talking about. Like it, it could, could just be, be something else. It could be very intense. They say uh, strychnine is kind of the heart, the scariest. But that's where you feel it in your spine, mm. in your back. Strychnine. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. You've ever heard of strychnine? No. Strychnine poisoning? Google that. Google strychnine. You don't I'll, know what it I'll is? I'll look it up myself. Yeah, pull that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> strychnine, dude. It's a type of, like, poison. Oh, str- strychnine. Uh, no, now you know what it is? No, I don't know what it is. I've, I've seen the word before, but I'm yeah. not going to pretend that I knew, I knew what okay. it is. What is it? Highly toxic, colorless, bitter, crystalline alkaloid. Used as a pesticide, particularly for killing small vertebrates, and a poison, severe effects in people. I, I'm imagining it's like the uh, poison in Princess Bride. Yeah. So now Google LSD and with strychnine. Put the words together. <laughs> just watching the beauty of podcasting over here. God, this is just like the al- – I've never read the Alchemist cookbook. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Did you ever look at that? Yeah. So does it say that they're together? Yeah. It says strychnine is commonly found in LSD. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is a Mythbusters thing, though. Oh, is that true? It may be somewhat grounded in truth. Albert Hoffman cites a case in the late 60s of strychnine being found in an LSD sample. That was a white powder. Besides this isolated incident, however, no evidence exists to prove the notion. Oh, so maybe you're fine then. Yeah, you're going to be fine to take it. There's no evidence that says that Bulgarian LSD has strychnine. Yeah, why are we jumping all the way to acid? There's just like so many lower level <laughs> hallucinogens that we could just. What do you want to start with? You want to do a series? Melatonin. <laughs> uh, Early bird CBD. No, I'll I'd do actually, golf on melatonin. Yeah, like, y'all kind of like walked me into this. I actually don't want to do any of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to go on on YouTube doing. Yeah, for you could be famous. Drugs. All right, so, Jojo, do you? 
Yeah, I already told you I'd do it. You, you did? Yeah, I told you yesterday. I was like, fine, I'm in. Yeah. Do, do, does the pod world know about the uh, the potential video on the horizon? Yeah. Yeah, we talked oh, about did. it. We yeah. talked about it. Oh, my God. I just got the best news ever. Best news ever. Shareable or not shareable? I just got upgraded from Houston to Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 10-hour flight. Amsterdam. 10 hours. Yeah, it's a 10-hour flight. Oh, my gosh. Best just, aspect of was, first class. United doesn't... United, while they do sponsor Adventures in Golf, they... they I'm gonna just say it. It's been years. I'm just I gotta get it off my chest. They don't help us with the flights. You'd think they do. It's a coincidence that I'm a customer of United and I do love United. And I will vouch for them and I will spoke person for them. But anyway, I'm pretty excited. No, a, no free flights. No free flights. I'm about to uh get no. to gold status for the first time. I just want to take a moment to talk to you about your about your car's <laughs> about your flights. <laughs> um gold status. What is that gonna do for you? Uh I think Two free check bags. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then just like a better chance of getting upgraded. There are some things that all of you, and when I say all of you, the entire production team cares about (laughs) that I do not care about. And it's always interesting to see what it is. Flying. And one of them is like points. Well, get your numbers up, dog. My my, my numbers are fine. They have valued, you know, the United 1K status is valued at above $20,000. Just the status alone because of the baggage the uh, change fees, the mileage quotient, because every time you fly, you get more miles. Um, the uh, the lounge access. I will say, I was in a Heathrow lounge, courtesy of someone, someone, some Hollywood guy pulling some strings over here. Yeah, and it was very nice. I, I uh, it was very nice. Who was that? Was that me? That was you. Yeah. When was that? It was like two weeks, three weeks ago. We got some. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and like the thing is, is like if you have like you have high status platinum. Uh, something like that and like the people on your itinerary get up upgraded exactly that's the thing is so we're all like you know we're all like hooked we all get the double bags Mm -hmm. we all get the um, economy plus seating so if you think about it every time i fly with up to eight people they get economy plus and if you go international that is like a thousand dollars not that i fly with eight people flies with eight people (laughs) like who are they marketing that to what's a good point Is, is it home alone you know what i mean like what what family is taking Three, four, five people with them. Jojo, I know you've been on a trip with eight people. I've been on a trip with eight people. Yeah. None of them so you've, none of them had one case status. Has he been on, on a trip know? with eight people though? What's that? Has he been on a trip with eight people? No, I, I I didn't know it for sure, but I knew it. Yeah, of course I've been on a yeah. trip with eight people. Actually, we went to Pinehurst with a bunch of people. Oh, true. true. Yeah. yeah so. That's true. Yeah. But the thing is, like, in the when you go to an airport, everyone's looking for a reason to treat you like an asshole. Interesting. And the frequent flyer status is the only way out. It's the only way out. And whether it's security guards, whether it's like baggage handlers, they have to, when you fly, they have to put a special sticker on your bag that says, don't treat this person's bag like they're an asshole. It's, it's true. Orange. Yeah. They're basically like, please don't treat this person like everybody else, AKA, like they're an asshole. So if you, I mean, this is terrible. You're rolling your eyes. Are you? Is it because you think that United's going to be upset with this podcast? Not at all. I don't think it's upset. I just think you guys are focused too. You know, I'll call. It, I'm say it as is. You guys are a little classist. You know, we're yeah, just no, you're, we are. you're yeah, a little overly just, interested in status. We're just goal oriented individuals. <laughs> Would you go to Franklin's Barbecue? Yes. You wanted to say no. I mean, I've, I'm on record on this podcast saying I will wait in line. Oh really? Yeah. See, we don't. We're not the same. With, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. With Aaron Ross, we I'd rather about get it. worse barbecue than I wait know in you line. Yeah. Pepper, would you wait? Uh, I'd rather pay somebody to wait in line for me. There's a well, whole economy. They were doing yeah, yeah. that with the iPods. My my, uh, my friend with the uh, iPods. With the iPods. <laughs> How to age yourself? How to yeah, age they, yourself? They do it with sneakers. I got an iPod shuffle iPod. through. <laughs> do not say the word iPod. <laughs> Dang. When's the, when's the last time you bought an iPod? <laughs> Dude, that's a great question. It has been a minute. Yeah. It's just like funny. Minute. There's like some things you'll do and then you'll like never do again. Like, I don't know. I always go back to like at one point you're like your mother picked you up and then she set you back down and then yeah. she never picked you up again. I don't know. It's like when's the last wait, time wait. I'm going to buy a pair of shoes? Yeah, he's right. When did your mom put you down for the last time? Yeah, yeah. Like, sounds it, really sad, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but it did happen. But it did happen. For some people it was seven. For some it was 13. Dude, I feel like that's it's making me think about like – What's that movie? Shawshank Redemption. Oh, it's like I mean, so great movie. Sad, you yeah. know, like 
Yeah, that is a sad thought, bro. I mean, not the saddest movie in the world, but like. I get what you're saying. Yeah. What, like, how old do you think you'll be when you buy your last iPhone? Yeah, I don't know. Because I think it, for me, I think it'll be in the next 15 years. Interesting. Why is that? Because I think something else will happen. I really do. I don't think it'll be an iPhone. How right. much longer can we just buy an iPhone? Before there's a new thing. Yo, you think that will? You think we'll go post iPhone? There'll be another thing. Yeah, I think there has to be. What do you think? What are we gonna get? Huawei's? Do, whoa. <laughs> do you think it'll a new? <laughs> do you think it'll like look different, or will it be a different brand? Do you think we're gonna move off Apple? Oh, just off. I've been fucking off? with Apple since I was like ten, bro. I know. Yeah. Well, you, did you have a Macintosh? Yeah, the LC two. Big, big uh, shell on the back. Yeah. No, before that. Man, I don't know. That's the iMac. One. No, no, the, like, the old one? the old Macintosh with the colored with You're, the handle with the the colored thing on the back yeah, yeah. i had be- before that dude what did you have was it like i a, had the lc2 wait is that the one with like the green screen is that made yeah. with like a yeah. stone is it papyrus? i had the original macintosh too my dad had that one that just took a floppy disk right up in front you know wow and the screen was like the size of an iphone xl or whatever okay so that's been 20 20 years 30 years i don't know yeah so you think there's another 30 years of apple products that they can keep going, or or do you think someone comes and di- disrupts? They're the they're the most valuable company in the world right now. I think they've got staying power for like at least thirty years. I don't know. I think I think it will get some biotech. Mm. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of wearables. I don't do them except for Whoop, which I love on other people. But if if someone like, and I I don't love the idea of the contact lens, but it, and I'm not a Neuralink guy, so I get that I'm talking myself out of it. But I do think that. There is a field of biotech that could replace a lot of that technology, and I don't see them investing in it. Mm. I don't know. Uh, what would you have in your heads-up display? You know, I was on the golf course the other day thinking about that. Like, if you had like a like a, a visual heads-up display, what would be on it? Like anytime. Yeah, yeah. Like anytime. I would want to know just everything about the person I'm talking to. Oh, interesting. <laughs> like a bio. Yeah. I'd also want to know your like uh, physiological stats right now. <laughs> Heart rate, breathing rate, blood pressure, like predator. Pressure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I was I was more thinking about like how many yards to the pin, but that's 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 way better. <laughs> Again, my game is social. Yeah, match <laughs> match play scenario. Give me the vitals. The game I want to win is like a game of like uh, thinking. Um, you know, that'd be cool to know that. Like, it'd be cool. I, there, I would like to know a translation too. Like, imagine if you right. could just have an up to date, just like I can hear you. Yeah, can that's, coming. You. that's coming. That's coming soon. Sick. Yeah, I mean, they already have that, like, in the ears, in ears, like, in ear translation. Which is, like, an immediate translator. Yeah. yeah, that's a big, like, UN thing. United, I, United Nations? Big UN guy, yeah. Let's go. Um, let's go to a quick break and come back, and I want to ask you about Vietnam. Express VPN, it's an advertisement for a company that I want to tell you about. When you go to the bathroom, oh boy, you always close the door behind you, right? <laughs> this is good. You don't want a random passerby looking in on you. Or maybe you do. But this copy assumes that you don't, in which case you would want um, <laughs> not people to watch you online, is what they're saying at Express VPN, And that's why you want to... Um, Lock the door when you go to the bathroom, number one, and use ExpressVPN. Your internet service provider knows every single website that you visit. Holy shit, is that true? It's Have you ever thought about that? All the time. <laughs> it haunts my dreams. <laughs> uh, anyway, they know it all. So uh, ExpressVPN is literally going to put a stop to it. They create a secure and encrypted tunnel. <laughs> Whoa. Between your device and the internet so that your online activity can be seen by... No one. Here's the thing. If you travel a lot, ExpressVPN helps you watch live sports all over the world. I've watched Formula One in Belfast. We've watched pro golf in Dubai. Everywhere you go, ExpressVPN helps you get live sports. I'm just saying. We're going to Bulgaria in a couple days. I will be ExpressVPNing it. So go to expressvpn.com slash RGC today. Use the link, and you're going to get three months free. If you believe your online activity is your business, lock that door. Take a dump. <laughs> and do whatever else you want to do. No one's going to know. Oh my God, it's an ad for LinkedIn. Uh, Wait, is this, a, is this real? Yeah, this is real. What do you mean this I just real? logged on to LinkedIn yesterday for the first time in 11 years. Well, you know what, Eric? Tell me about it. No, it's true. <laughs> Why? Is that an ad? <laughs> second, second line of the copy. I've been using VPN for... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I just I just wanted to log on to LinkedIn and see what was up, and apparently it's popping over there. Over on LinkedIn, I didn't yeah. know that. Like, like, what were you looking for? I just wanted to see if I had an account. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. Um, it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn number one. It's because they deliver quality hires. And I'm not uh, looking for a job per se. Although you can slide into my LinkedIn DMs if you have any opportunities. Um, anyway, it's got the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Did you know that? Coming up on a billy. All looking for work. <laughs> at, least, at least some I'll, of them. I'll bet someone's hooked up on LinkedIn. What do you mean? I'll bet someone's slid into someone's DMs on LinkedIn and been like, are you free? Oh, for dude, yes. 100%. For sure, yeah, right? Without a doubt. <laughs> I can almost speak from experience. <laughs> like, like to get Fully linked in? What's that called? <laughs> link in to link up. Like, that's a true link. Um, anyway, create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond. It helps you find the candidates that you want to talk to and faster. LinkedIn, nearly over 40 million job seekers. Visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash EAL show. That's linkedin.com slash EAL show to post your job for free. And look, I'm on LinkedIn. Are you? Welcome back. Jojo, I didn't realize this was your first time on the podcast. That's ridiculous. I Sorry, can't I, I, I fucked that up. I can't <laughs> believe he just did that. Yeah, give me another mark. Leave it the fuck in. Give me another mark. I never, you know, I'm never the one to say that. <laughs> leave it the fuck in. This, this podcast is totally unedited and to off say, the cuff of a crazy journalist, sleep deprived, addled. It's Friday night. It's late. I meant to say, Kefir, I didn't realize this was your first time on the pod. On the break, we were talking about that this is your first time. I didn't realize that. Yeah, first time. I guess subconsciously, I feel like. Jojo hasn't been on the podcast very much, but you have, Jojo. We have a thing. My heads-up display is telling me that you're actually experiencing (laughs) anger. (laughs) Those things are faulty, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, not only is it my first time on the pod, like, I found out I was coming on the pod maybe three hours ago. Oh, really? But I said, did we do this a couple days ago, didn't I? He did say that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but like... He thought it was going to be in Bulgaria. But you didn't get... Oh, we didn't talk about it? Yeah, I mean, I thought this was like international well, that's why i was thinking it up yeah. is that we're gonna we can pod while we're on the road yeah i would love that i we, love doing that because it because yeah. the truth is there's so many it's that for me almost like i don't know do you journal uh sometimes yeah for me like this this whole like content like videos like because a lot of times like you know now like we've shared a memory mm. which was Stuart's dad and him playing the old course together we have shared that memory even though you weren't there and I'm even talking to people listening. Like yeah. we've shared all of these memories. It's kind of crazy. And so now when we go on the road together, it's like a journal of the trip, which is going to be sick. It's going to be super sick. Yeah. Which is which is exactly what Eric's saying. Which is why we're doing this podcast to tell you that for the next several weeks, nine years. Oh, sorry. Oh, for the, <laughs> we're coming back. It's an odyssey. We're coming. You back. know what I mean? Uh, we'll see at Ithaca. Um, that Eric and Simon and Keffer, for some of it, going around the world. And what you can expect is to hear the EAL show on the road. Okay, so I have a question. Mm. The world that you live in for this question is that um, there's no jobs, there's no work, everything is provided, right? Like, and there is no capitalism. Like, you can't. There's no version of you succeeded a lot. It's just like cool. You're just chilling. It's like utopia. It's like there's okay, you know. And so the question, and so you can whatever. I mean, yeah, I guess people need to clean shit up, but whatever. Um, the <laughs> I don't maybe it doesn't check out, but you're free from whatever. Like there's no national boundary. There's no licenses. There's no law. What do you go do? Can we ask? Like how do you live your life? Can we ask some clarifying questions? Just, yeah, just yeah. lay some ground rules. Disease, yeah. sickness are there though. Like you know, STDs. Yeah, venereal <laughs> disease. Very specific. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're, you're fine. You're clear. Um, you're clear. And uh, there is no limit. Like I could go eat as many apples as I wanted. It's not that there's like ten apples that I have like enough for me. I mean, like is it I don't all get you? It. Is it an all you can eat buffet so yours of is life? Involve eating. No, you still have the stomach, and you can only eat the portions that you can. Currently yeah, but you but you have You're access you have access to as much not, stuff as you, you can't want. fly. This is just this is just like it's life with freedom. Civilization is just freed up for a yeah. bit. Yeah, you're free from the trappings of like human like chains. The chains of humanity are gone, but you're still a person. You're still JoJo or Kefir, depending on. Uh, I mean, 
honestly, it's kind of like what you've been doing for the last like seven, eight years. And that's just like Whoa. going around the world playing golf. Um, if I'm just like free to do whatever, um, I don't know. Like if, if flights, if I had unlimited flights, then like, yeah, I mean, I would just like travel around the world, experience culture, play golf. Um, I don't know. I'm just like kind of like caught up in golf right now. It's just, we went to Sand Valley the other day and it's just like a random place in Wisconsin. And like the second I walk out on the fairway, like I almost got emotional about it. It's just like seeing like really nice golf courses is still super cool to me. So yeah, I would just like, just do that until I got tired of it. And then just like find something that, that like, you know, made me tick. That was that moment when you brought your clubs and went out to play. Or was that uh, the first one you saw? This it? Was, we went to Ben Crenshaw's cabin. Yeah. Walked, oh, out, right. walked out on the porch, and it was like the first clear view of a hole. And yeah. it's like an elevated, I think it's like above the 18th at Mammoth Dunes. Right. And it's right. like you see the entire hole. The weather was perfect. Temperature was good. And it's just like a beautiful golf course. And like just that, that still kind of like, you know, gets me going. So that's probably exactly what I would do. I would just like try and experience that as much as I could until I wasn't, you know, and like till I was over it. See, that's pretty profound, man. That's like pretty awesome. Mm. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure like a lot of people listening to this right now can relate that like they would just do that exact same thing. It's like, yeah. uh, um, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It must be weird to hear. Well, it is funny because I, 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 I don't read all my DMs anymore. And I know early on the podcast, I was like, I read every DM and I realized that didn't, that stopped happening a while ago. But when I, a lot of times I do, and it's kind of, a lot of them is like, I'd love to like, you know, like get it. Can we, can I get a ticket? Like, can we work together? And, um, why is that weird? It's not weird. No, I totally relate. It's just weird because, um, you know, the, the only part that's sad about it is that, um, it is a job where, because my answer is actually different. Yeah. My answer is I would basically move to Vietnam and never come back. <laughs> what a coincidence. Uh, I saw an itinerary. Uh, yeah. My answer is basically I would go off the grid. Mm. Like I would, I would de-screen myself. I would, I would go to Vietnam. I would live in a shack and I would, I would just have a rotation of like, I'd probably play two or three golf courses. I'd probably like, I'd probably get a machete and fuck with some palm trees and shit. And I would just, you know what I mean? I would just be, I would, I would fully, I would do Tom Cruise, Tom, Tom Hanks. Just cast away. I would cast away. Best friend would be a volleyball. Yeah. Maybe a golf ball. Uh, come on. Wilson. But you know what I mean? Like, so it's funny. Like I, but it's the same thing. It's just like, yeah. And it's, it's cool though. I, 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 that's why I really like, traveling with you covers because you're so like it's just like i don't know it's it's um you know like you remind me how amazing it is because i think sometimes i can forget and that sounds terrible but it's the truth like sometimes i forget because i'm like oh we gotta like we gotta we gotta keep moving or we gotta like do this or like that's like the you know what i mean it's like it's kind of funny because like the it's 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 kind of like the the passport the the like purpose takes you away from the from the joy sometimes right sometimes. i mean it, it makes total sense like if you do anything enough you'll become numb to it and i don't know like you you've been doing this a long time and like there's just no doubt that like you know when you when you have the same experience over and over like the like the magic like goes away a little bit and a little bit at a time um so like i in this perfect scenario where, where I'm in this world and I'm like traveling across golf courses, like the same, the same thing would happen. Um, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's like, yeah. Like, it, do y'all talk about that on the pod at all about like, just like about the, like how about the numbness of like, of like constant, yeah. Constant, uh, stimulus. Maybe we have, I think what's interesting is that, um, I've been, meditating a lot on um it's it's i found this interesting meditation and we i suppose we could link it in the podcast sure yeah you're telling me about this the other day yeah so it's a pair of meditations that are different so there's one that i listen to in the morning and one that i listen to at night it's like 40 minutes total of meditation but i've been like hitting it pretty hard for the i do it in the morning i do it like almost right as i wake up and then right before i go to bed and it's like it's the whole like theme is um you're basically um like what you know like 
you know the things that annoy you? Mm. Like, you know, those, you know, those like a group of things that like kind of annoy you, right? Or like that bother you or make you feel, you know, pissed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, or you're afraid of kind of. And basically the meditation is like, don't even try to solve those. Just imagine yourself in the future being unbothered and being like free. And like, and like now zoom out and picture your own self in the future living that free life. And just like, and then you basically just develop this like, almost like a swing thought for your life yeah where you're just like and then anytime during the day so now i've developed this like kind of inventory of like uh like a journal of like oh cool like i can keep and then at the end of the the end of the day meditation is like what happened today like when did you lose it like when did you let yourself go off into this like worrying bullshit or like or like angry bullshit or like or like closing up on something and being like, wait, I don't want that. Or like, I'm late. Or my car, or the coffee spilled. How can I just remain open all the time? And so I'm really excited for this trip, which is truly, I mean, yes, uh, you're listening. Vietnam, Bulgaria, Korea, Finland. Sounds exciting, right? Do you know, if I'm not meditating, do you know what I hear? Problems. Hmm. Uh, I just hear like yeah, missed, problems, I hear missed flights. I hear customs. Mm-hmm. I hear uh, carnet. You know what a cards? carnet is? I have no idea. Do you know what a carnet is? No. A carnet is a receipt that you need when you enter a country that proves that you didn't buy the gear tax free in the previous country. <laughs> and sometimes they ask you for that shit. I don't have one. <laughs> we don't. You don't have one. I don't, uh-huh. We could get stopped. Whatever. I mean, you know, bad weather, robbery. I've gotten windows broken into. I've never gotten mugged point blank. That's on the table. You know what I mean? It's like, there's so many things that I need to like really clear my head on because I want to enjoy this trip. Yeah. And it's so funny because the whole like purpose of this, like what if tattoo is it's like, we look at what if as such like a negative thing. Usually. Yeah. Murphy's law. Yeah. What if the bad thing happens? Well, today it was raining. You know what I thought? I hope it doesn't rain tomorrow at two o'clock when our flight leaves. Yeah. I've just become like a victim of my own mind. And so I need to like incorporate this like meditation frosting and I want to have the best trip ever, dude. And how, how long have you said you've been doing that meditation? This specific meditation, I actually emailed it to you guys. But I guess you didn't listen to it. <laughs> oh, I mean, like I remember when remember I remember that? when you like, like sent the email. Ago, I, I listened to ago, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the one. And it's like this dream. It's Joe Dispenza, this dreamy like imagine your life. It's like super hokey. Yeah, but I fucking love it. Yeah, I like you describing it as a swing thought. We have so much of the reason we all connect here, and so a large part of the ethos of random golf club is, is the lessons golf can teach us about life. And sometimes it's just right there in front of you. Uh, what's, what was the swing thought you had the, for your best round you ever shot? The ball has already landed. I mean, isn't that what you're describing with life? Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Whoa, dude. We are exactly where we're supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, the, if it's raining tomorrow, it's already rained. Whoa. And it's who are you, who are you the person who can, react to that or are you the person who's getting rained on yeah always whoa not just tomorrow 2 p.m when we played sand valley when we played the lido with uh, mike kaiser who you'll meet in the adventures in golf episode from from the lido mm-hmm. um and um tom doke and peter fiore i had a moment with with michael kaiser and this guy's a spiritual dude you know he's he's actually the developer of sand valley you know but dad developed banded dunes but we were hanging out and I'm just talking and playing golf. And he's like, you know what my new thing is? Follow the ball. I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you go where the ball goes. And that's the game. Yeah, you don't put the ball somewhere. You go where the ball goes. Yeah, and it's just like your energy. And then a lot of things that Joe Dispenza talks about in this meditation is that your thoughts create consciousness, which creates energy. And so we need to be very careful about the thoughts because they create energy. And this energy is like the field and the field around us like responds to our energy. So that when we say, close up, anger, afraid, whatever, it's like then the field just starts to crystallize and get like contrasty and like aggressive. But it's like instead of you're just like, I guess, you know, I guess we're supposed to, this is supposed to be happening. Huh? I guess that's okay. And like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just so, so it, but it, the only thing is that on a trip, it's kind of like a soda that's sometimes shaken because it's like pressurized, like it's cascading things that can sort of, you know, and Buddhism goes into it too. It's like avoiding, wa- wanting, you know, wanting something to happen or wanting something yeah. to not happen. Therein lies the problem. Yeah. If you can just let go of either and just be like, cool, this is. Yeah, I don't know. That's So anyway, Kefir, 
really excited to like have that trip. Yeah, I'm psyched. I'm very psyched. Um, yeah, I don't like. I don't know. I feel like we're getting we're getting real woo woo. But like, I feel like there is woo <laughs> woo. There's the Baytown coming like, out of Kemper. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely feel like there is like something to like manifesting things. Oh, for sure. Like, that if you that if you just like if you like really really want something. I mean, and, and it like touches on what you were talking about a second ago a little bit. But like, like where you put your energy, where you put your focus. Like that's where it will go. Like if you're sitting on a tee box and you're thinking, "Don't go right," like a very good chance, like mm. you're gonna go right. But if you like flip that around and like put all your energy into like one thing, like I found my entire life that like that does work, and it, it yeah. is like a very woo woo thing. And you can believe in manifestation all you want, but like I don't know, it's just uh, it's like I mean that's how I ended up here at RGC. Like as soon as I saw the like the job listing that they were looking for a video editor, something like I done for like two months like i was like i was like i'm going to get this job you edit for two months yep. and golf for two months both yeah of them, exactly yeah. edited edited for a few months and like did golf for a few months and like and like i was like i am going to get this job like i like i'm going to and i i thought that every single day like and like your thoughts control your actions which control your results so yeah it's a it's a big thing well, that's actually, now that I'm remembering it, what you said, where attention goes, energy flows, that's actually, it dispenses a quote. Oh. Where attention goes, energy flows. So it's kind of like, that's why his whole meditation is like, focus on your future self. Who yeah. do you want to become? Mm. Focus on that. And basically what he's saying is that the more you do that, the more that just happens. Right. And, and if you don't have a target, if you don't have a map, if you're not steering the wheel, you know, we'll just end up like living a life that like we wouldn't have lived if we had a second chance. You ever see that movie About Time? Uh, yeah, sure have. Love me a time travel movie. Oh, yeah. sick is that movie. We've talked about About Time on the podcast before, right? We talked about it at work before. I don't know if we're talking about the podcast. I might just put it up there. with. It's in my top ten. Uh, movies? Movies of all time? Or time travel movies? Just movies, dude. It's a great movie. Yeah, I don't know if... Give me Groundhog Day any day over About Time. It's the same movie. Whoa. I mean, I don't know, man. About Time is way more touching. It's I, a love story. It's a father-son movie. I mean, Groundhog Day is like cheeky. It's cute. I think, I think, when was the last time you watched Groundhog Day? It's been a minute. Take a minute. I'll watch About Time again. Right we can check in. <laughs> watch it right now. <laughs> it only takes a minute. Uh, I love The Uncle in About Time. It's a movie, uh, quick, quick, if you're listening, uh, you should check it out. Um, a person... Uh, the males in the family can, when they reach a certain age, go back in time and going in a dark space, clenching their fists really hard and returning to an earlier point in their lives. So they're given the opportunity to live many lives and to make new decisions and to try things anew. And every person in the family tries new things. They have one thing that they do. And I love because the dad is, uh, he uses it to read every book ever. But the mm. son uses it to fully experience and, and feel love. I think you're missing the ultimate premise, though. When was the last time you watched it? About time? I don't know, two years ago? Because at the end, the, the whole premise is that he goes, the father goes, look. Because basically, once you have a child, you can't go back past that moment. Yeah, or the child will change. Exactly. And so he did it, and then his child changed or whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyway, then the father is like, he's like, I can't see, because his dad died. And he's like, he would go back in time to visit his dad, but once he had a kid, he wasn't able to do that. And his dad was like, oh, this is actually goodbye. And then he's like, right. And then he's like, look, let me tell you a secret. Like, And this is weird because Joe Dispenza brings it up in his meditation. He's like, the whole, the whole point isn't actually to relive anything. But the goal is to live it as though you were reliving it. Because you wouldn't do the same shit. You wouldn't get caught up in the meaningless bullshit live it consciously and know that like because because there's an example at the end where he lives he goes through a normal day mm -hmm. where the boss says something and he's like ah. and then he goes to the store and there's a line and he's late and he's like ah like trying to get in the line and then and then like the cab gets him wet and then like he comes home and the baby's crying and then he like lives it again and he goes in the office and the boss gives him shit and he just kind of looks at his buddy and he's like, <laughs> like he just like laughs at his like coworker. And then like he's in line and instead he like starts talking to somebody and like it's just a different consciousness. So I think that for me, that's why about time is kind of like this. I don't know. It's very pertinent to me right now, but maybe. Uh, for 
I totally get what you're saying. It's the Wat- it's the Alan Wattsian philosophy of if you could live so many lifetimes over and over again, first thing you do would be what Kevin would do. More outrageous, outrageous out gambles. You would try every experience and you yeah. would go out into the world. But then eventually you'd live the dream you'd live the dream now. that you're actually this is like living. monkeys writing shakespeare yeah, you'd live you live the life that you're actually living yeah. and and basically you would come to the point where having experienced all these moments in life you would end up living the actual life you are currently living yeah. which which is something that i think we do think about and i think not just in the travel and the work we do but i think it's something that in in the world we're currently living in, which is one that is constantly being presented back to us through the Black Mirror, we have to be more and more conscious of. You know, you're constantly seeing the world around you re-recorded, re-recorded, presented back to you, living it over and over again. Should we just start over from the beginning? Do the, what, what would we, how would the podcast be different if we did it the second time? <laughs> so what's really going on? <laughs> have you ever thought about how many times you've said the word and? <laughs> what's really going on? I'll, I'll say right now, question. you both have said the word and more than I have. Why? Just because you've been talking more? No, you're just older. Older, longer. Yeah. L- alive, longer. More run-on sentences. Uh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you talk a lot though, so like you've got you've got some years up there. You've my got dude. higher yeah. letter count yeah. words. Yeah, crazy Kefir, your mic is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kefir's mic. Where did he go? Joe, Joe, the mixer. I'm excited, Kefir. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so, really what's good. your what's your like? Um, is there is there one thing you're looking for? Or are you just totally open minded? I was just totally open minded. Yeah, I haven't really like thought specifics about it at all. I'm just like gonna gonna like take it as it comes, try and do a really good job, and. Just have a good time. It's they're 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 always special trips. Yeah. You know? Who knows? We'll see which one of you comes back. We'll record from the road. Everybody, we'll see you soon. Is there any questions? Uh, from the from the people listening on Monday now, or or you? Yeah, I always get questions here. Here are five random <laughs> questions. Jump in. Who's gonna win the tour championship? Oh God. <laughs> Uh, call one eight three three my golf line with any stories, questions, anything yeah. from the road. And uh, what cuisine are you most excited to have on your world tour? I don't know, just some street food. Yeah, some pho. Yeah, some Vietnamese noodles. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm bummed out that I'm gonna miss the second leg of that. Like, like Finland and Bulgaria is gonna be so sick, but That's I just know Vietnam. Listen, you're, you're doing it right now. The insane. ball has already landed. I know. What are you I, know doing? I know. I know. You I know, just spoke about this. I know. <laughs> Easier to say than it is to do, right? I mean, I, 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 I don't mean to rub it in, but... <laughs> I hear some rubbing coming. I went to Thailand with Stu like four or five years ago, and I have wanted to go back more than anywhere else in the world. And it's a hard place to get to. It's a long flight. It's like a series of flights. Oh. And, uh, you know, I've heard Vietnam's better. <laughs> so... So I don't even know what to say. It's the third international incident you're causing on this podcast. Uh, Asia? Asia's just... <laughs> uh, just Wait, what else did I do? You're like Finland and uh, Sweden. Sweet. You know, we got a golf course between those. Who knows what can happen? I think you... Uh, it's, it's, I don't really watch a lot of Bourdain, but he's been to Vietnam three times for the show, and he called it one of his favorite places in the world. Now, And so I, I, I went back and watched, and he went there probably on the show three times, a total of 10 years apart so one five ten years and like it was interesting to see the three trips unfold wow um wasn't it vietnam that he went to with obama yeah exactly nailed it dude this guy's an encyclopedia is a consumer of did you just know that or you didn't you knew that or did you have to research that no they they if you so uh obama and bourdain went to a noodle shop in hanoi um and uh, they they glassed over the table that they ate at, and they still have the bowls of pho that they ate Whoa. at the restaurant and the two beers. Um, it's kind of it's kind of gross. Yeah, it's got to be mad moldy. I wouldn't want to sit at that table. <laughs> well, you can't you, you can't sit at the table because okay. there's yeah. a glass case over it. Yeah. I just figured okay. they ju- it just made the table taller, and you could just like how big is the glass case? Yeah, I was thinking it's just a taller table. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so you guys they, are on the same so page. The table and it's the wrong be... book. That's weird because like the table can't be used. Yeah, the table can't be they used. They need it's, that table. It's a memoriam table. They need to open that table back up. They right. should liberate the table. I'll tell you right now. Liberate you, it. you can make this your life's mission. It's Manifest weird just away. Two Americans went to a Vietnamese restaurant in Vietnam. Well, at that point, it's just a restaurant, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, leader of the free world and 
<laughs> and uh, like a really popular other dude, you know. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, I, guess, I guess the <laughs> resident cultural icon, yeah, man of man that's, of the that's people. A much better way to say it. Yeah, I would I would say a uh, a historian of cuisine. Yeah, historian. No, and Bourdain wasn't a historian. I don't know. And so he, in his own way, he kept a, a a current record of cuisine around the world, telling cultural stories. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows. We're getting out of here anyway. What, what's the? I mean, I'm gonna jump back in. <laughs> Go stay in what's, there. Yeah, yeah. What's the? Uh, what's like the most unprepared you've been for a trip? Like, like lack of planning wise. Um, like on an AIG specifically? I mean, or no, anything? no, no. Just like in just in traveling in general. I mean, probably when you moved to LA. Mm, no, because like I didn't admit that I moved to LA until I lived there for four years. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds prepared. I, I hated it for four yeah. years, and then finally I like got sucked in. Uh, most unprepared. I mean, I can get pretty dang unprepared. I haven't packed. Have you packed? No. I haven't packed. Yeah, I'll pack tonight. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. We're leaving about four, 18 hours. Yeah. It's all good. Um, yeah, I've been pretty unprepared. I mean, it, it depends on the length of the trip. Now I'm, I'm getting older, yeah. so I really try to be super prepared. So I'll map out, like, you know, I've got an equation for, like, you know, packing. Right. You got it down by now. I got it. T- <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. What's, like, the underwear to days ratio? 1.3. 1.3? Yeah. yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, these so are good questions. These are important questions. So we're gone for 20 days, so we bring in about 27 pairs yeah. of undies. You own, you? you own 27 pairs of, un- of underwear? I do, yeah. <laughs> I do. You do, huh? Yeah. Uh, I, no, I mean... Like, and some of them are nice. Like, like I, silk? No, like Lulu's. Micromodal? Lulu makes the best undies. Are you kidding? Do you actually think you own 27 pairs of underwear? I 100% I do. <laughs> yeah. Why is that crazy? It's, I think it's a lot. What do you think, Ever? Uh, I mean, I probably have like 14 pairs of underwear. Yeah. Do you throw undies away? Um, I mean, eventually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine just like... I don't like, really throw away that Yeah, much. mine usually kind of like disintegrate though. Like they my, get like ripped up. Like, my dope. in-laws, for every holiday, they get they get me underwear. Yeah. They like found my underwear brand and they just like, yeah. that's like the only gift I get from that. I mean, like, that's not true, but like... It it's I'm constantly getting new underwear. So here's the thing: is I started to because because I go on such long trips, three weeks, and I don't want to do laundry on the trip. I ended up acquiring, like by default. And oh, the thing you is, buy when you're out at, there at Uniqlo, you can get three pairs of underwear for like twelve dollars. So it's actually not like well, it's not so much that I own a lot of underwear. It's that the cost of underwear has gone down to facilitate one of my desires in life. Which is to be able to go on a long trip and not do laundry. Okay. Mm. Articles of clothing, hats, t-shirts, pants, um, underwear, socks. Of those, which do you own the largest quantity? I mean, it's got to be socks. Socks. Underwear. Yeah. I mean, I have a... You just have... You have, have so stupid. many pairs of socks? Yeah. More than you have pats? I don't know. This is a tough conversation because we have a hat company. <laughs> you like, <we> make a <laughs> lot of hats. But you got a lot of hats. That's what you're saying. I mean, so technically, technically, you own like probably like ten thousand hats. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, mean, I have a warehouse in yeah. Dallas. There's a Connex like somewhere. Nine thousand seven hundred and twenty-two <laughs> hats. Yeah, that like you haven't like you haven't like just like shown up unprepared. Like things not booked. Like just shown oh. up in a country where like. Oh, that's a fun time. Yeah, that's a good time. Yeah, shown up without a hotel. Just like sh- like just ended up in a country and just felt so unprepared. Like I just like I just I, I don't know what it is and I don't know the answer. I'm not like fishing for like an answer that I already know. No, no, no. I just yeah, like I'm just fucking curious, change like, some what, plans. What I'm curious like if there's just some, like a crazy trip that you've had because you've traveled probably more than well, anybody I know. Going back, like Askernish was like we five hours later we were on the plane and we didn't have a we flew flying somewhere without a hotel or a rental car is is a little scary sure because you're like what am i getting into and that is kind of my favorite that's the funnest kind of thing but yeah it doesn't happen very often um well i mean thailand thailand so thailand we finished shooting in bangkok we were done and we had we planned ahead we knew we had three or four extra days so i knew this guy in bangkok and i was like bro can i leave philip i was like philip can we leave all of our luggage with you we're gonna pare down and he's like cool so we left all of our equipment there we got backpacks and that's all we took and basically, I said, Philip, where should we go? And he was like, go to Phuket. And I was like, okay, cool. So we took this 45-minute one-way ticket to Phuket. And then we got in the cab and we said, where's the beach? 40-minute drive, we were at the beach. And then it was just a, it was literally a one-way journey. And then we got to the beach. We played volleyball with these dudes. They thought we were gay. We told them we weren't. 
We kept walking. What can you do? We snuck into a hotel pool. Yeah. They, they caught us. They said, what room are we in? We lied. They told us to leave. <laughs> then we kept. Then we got our backpacks. We kept walking. And then we just we didn't have a hotel. We just kept walking. And we walked in a hotel. We got to this hotel. They were like, cool, you can stay here. There's a big sign that said, if you bring a prostitute in, it's this much more. And I was like, what the? Where are we? And then there we got the rooms. They're like, just for you guys. And I was like, what's going on? We got the rooms. Next morning, we woke up. Got it, left the hotel, never went back. We looked on a map. We saw that there was an island over here, and there was a boat that left at 10 a.m., so we went on that boat. We got on that boat. We were There was, like, other people on that boat. We made friends with them. We ended up – and just, like, it literally was just like this – yeah, we never retraced our steps, and every day it was totally unplanned. Like, we went to – so we got to this little island called Koh Yao Noi, and um, we got off the boat, and everyone on the boat, we were like, so where are you going? And they're like, we're going to this hotel. And they were like, where are you going? And we are like, we have no idea. And they're like, what? You haven't booked a hotel? And we were like, no. Yeah. And they were like, okay, fine. So we start, we found these girls from Germany. So we start walking around. They're like, we don't have a plan either. And we were like, yes, we're the same. And we start walking and we walk for like an hour. Nothing. It's just like a jungle. And then finally we come across this dope beach. We go swimming for like three hours. We get back and then we have no hotel. It's starting to like kind of get dark. And we come up across a car that's parked and it has a sign on it that says for rent. <laughs> and so we go, I look at the car and I'm like, it's not really a car. It's kind of like a golf cart, but a car. Yeah. And so I, the guy's inside and I'm like, I'll rent the car. And he's like, cool. <laughs> so I give him like $15. We get in the car and we start driving and we're driving for like 20 minutes. And we realize that we're right back where we started and that the island is super tiny. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Like, like, literally, we had just been driving. Like, it was like the smallest island ever. Yeah. And then we go and we find this one hotel that these people on the boat told us about. So we go there and we're like, hey, can we get a room? And they're like, it's $1,000 a night. And we were like, they're like, "Um, would you trade for, uh, we'll make a video here. And they're like, no. So then we were like, okay. Just immediately bartering. Just like, I love it. No. Yeah. I was like, we'll shoot drone footage. Yeah, whatever and you Stuart need. And David were like, sure, whatever you need, you know, whatever we got to do. And then we go around and we find this other hotel that agreed to let us film the property. It's insane <laughs> that you tried it the second time. Yeah. They gave that's, us a that's villa. That's the craziest part. They gave us a villa <laughs> and we got this thing. And then here's the craziest part is then. We stay there, and then we go find this one restaurant, and then we're driving around in the car again. And um, I tell someone, I, I someone said, "How did you get here?" And I was like, "Oh, we rented a car." And they're like, "Oh, you rented the car?" <laughs> I was like, "I was like, oh, there's only one." They're like, "Yeah, the guy with the wheelchair." I was like, "Yeah, the guy in the wheelchair." I didn't know how you had a wheelchair, first of all. And then, and then I'm driving around, and um, the brakes stop working completely <laughs> in the car. It's but there's no thing. doors on it, so I put my foot outside. And slowed it. Anyway, it was just that journey. Yeah. Totally unplanned. And the next day, we saw another line that a boat went on. We got that on that boat. We kept going. We just kept going. And, like, that was really the best trip of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like – I don't know because I'm asking that because, like, that's I, – I had, like, a – whenever I went to Nepal, it was just, like, very similar. And, I, I like, I had a feeling that, like, yeah. if you had a favorite trip, it would kind of, like, be that just, like – figuring it out figuring it out as you go type situation yeah i was i was actually with some i had dinner last night with a couple friends and this one woman was telling a story about how she traveled through asia for like four months and i was just thinking like i was just that this kind of what precipitated that question a moment ago because it's like you know i i love traveling and i love experiencing but i think when it's tied to like a work work job success business <laughs> stuff it's like it's still fun because it's a reason to go do something. It's an opportunity. It's expensive to go do this shit. Yeah. You know I mean, you have to fly a lot to get upgraded, right? It's right. nice to get those things. Yeah. But, you know, there's a fantasy, too, that's kind of like, whoa, one pair of underwear, one beach, nothing else. You know what I mean? No planes. Yeah. <laughs> no names. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's just like, you know, maybe it'll never happen, but. It's just, it's just going to be like James Bond, you know, when you retire and... Oh, yeah, and he comes yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, he comes back. Yeah. I, know, I think there's like a 5% chance, like which is like pretty significant that like 
you go on the like the four day the four day excursion like post AIG like road road trip in Vietnam. Yeah. That like you have that experience that we just like don't hear from Eric for like three months. Well, what would happen like if he was gone for like three years and one one moment in golf industry we needed one guy to come back, <laughs> one last like, job. Like, it's like it's like when the live tour. Yeah. Like it's like something to do with the live tour and the PGA tour. It's like the that's first why Anthony major. Kim could be. That's like Anthony Kim Pip plays into this. Me and Anthony Kim start a third tour. Mm. The random tour. Yeah, they're like yeah. follow the white rabbit. Yeah, Anthony Kim is like the just such a he's like legendary at this point for yeah. just you know falling off the face of his earth, face of the earth at kind of like at his at his prime. Cashed out. Yeah. Won't be us. We'll see you next Monday uh, for more crazy fucking stories like that one. Big, big stories. I can assure you there will be one at this point. So um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Kefir. Bye, family. Thanks, we'll see you soon. <laughs> thanks, family.